My name's Carl Hinder and you're listening to the Salon Help Good To Go podcast. The podcast for spa and salon owners who are looking to grow. The only thing stopping you is you. Welcome to episode 14. Invest in yourself. This week, I want to talk to you about investment, both financial and time investment. And this investment is an investment in yourself and your business. What we know is that salon owners are really good at investing in skill services, if that makes sense. We're really good at investing in things like color courses, cutting courses, nail courses, laser courses, facial courses. In fact, any of the skills-based courses, we will dive in. In fact, we'll almost dive in and organize training without any consideration to whether they really, really need those services or any consideration for the money. It's like we are just totally, totally compelled to work on those kinds of uh, training areas. Why do we do this? Why do we so blindly focus on those kinds of things? Well, look, there's a number of reasons. It's often the only thing that we really know, isn't it? It's something that we've worked on in the past, something that we find that we can relate to. It's something that we think is a reliable source of uh, future income. When I see salons continuing to behave like this, it's like your default mode. It's like your default strategy is to just keep doing the same things all the time. And I've got to be honest, as a coach, my heart often just sinks. Now, I know that service training is part of a healthy strategy, is part of a healthy salon development. But by and large, the courses that you keep regurgitating, truly, you know, we both know it, are not going to change a thing in your business. They're not going to grow your sales. They're not going to grow your profitability. Nothing is truly being resolved. So it won't matter how many services a salon has, unless you've got none at all, okay, or you're starting from a low base, or you've got an apprentice. But that's why I said about having some balance. But in itself, you won't grow sales, or in fact, you won't grow sales or profits by regurgitating these same simple service courses. And it's our lack of analysis that keeps getting in the way. It's a very similar situation when we take a look at salons and spas or or skin clinics for that matter. But let's say we're looking at a spa and that spa has got variable services, probably too many types of services, but we are using some resource, sometimes a lot of resource, by the way, on things like nails. However, what we know is that the nails doesn't turn over as much money and it definitely doesn't turn off over enough profitability compared to some of the higher end things. Why aren't we focusing on that? Why do we think that we have to do more and more things? Why can't we be more specific, more targeted? Now, we do the same in salons. So instead of thinking, well, I've only got X amount of time and I need to maximize that, why do we have children sat in adult chairs? Or maybe more specifically, why do we have children absorbing adult time when the adults could be uh, paying for, say, a full color service and it would generate maybe three or four times the amount of money that that time and that space would provide? It's the same It's the same thought process. You are not looking at investment to drive your sales and profit. And you're not looking at your analysis when you're looking at 
uh, all the services that you keep taking on. The common denominator here for investment or the amount of services you take on or the type of training you're doing is that you're just going back to what you know. Now, that's not a criticism because that's what human nature is. We always go back to what we know. We have to just resist that though. What if you were to start making better decisions based on business analysis instead of your emotion or on what you used to know? So especially want to focus here on investments. And the two forms that we are really going to double up on here are going to be time and money. So why do you think that salon owners always find time and money for things like a color course, but can't find time or money often for business growth? Think about that in yourself. Now, I think it's actually because the results of the, the service training, if you like, we kind of already know what we're going to get for our money. So there's a certain sort of certainty with that. We know what kind of progress it's going to give us or maybe not give us. And we know what it's going to do with the team. We also know that the team are on board with this because it's what they want to do as hairdressers or therapists or technicians. But it's not what you need. So we deliver in a skill that they want. You might agree with them, but is it the thing that you actually need most? What if we were to start to switch this around? Answer this for yourself or answer it for me if you want. You can always send me a message if you like. How much have you invested this year in you or your team on something like retail training? Okay, and I don't mean just the training course or the book. I mean, how much time and then effort have you invested in implementing it? Now, if you'd have spent £500, say, on retail training, most decent hair salons would have recovered that money probably in a week. And some spas would have recovered it maybe in one or two days. So I want you to start thinking about where you're putting your money. See, financial investment isn't about just putting your money into things like, I don't know, savings or ISA or buying gold. It's about looking at the opportunities around you. And if you have a business, that's where the biggest opportunities are likely to come from. So, you know, product training and the development of sales is a significant investment, but it's a significant and often quite quick return. So why you don't do this, to me, doesn't make any sense. When we know that products, retail products in salons and spas, actually provide a lot more profit than 90% of the services, why wouldn't you want to invest your time and money in the thing that matters? In my book, Salon Products, Sell or Dine, Not Trying, which is all about retailing and customer care, I even show you in there how to buy products without any money and then turn them over, uh, you know, improve your customer care very, very quickly. Now, I'll drop that link in the show notes. But remember this, buying the book, okay, or buying products doesn't make you money. You have to sell them to get to that stage. Thinking about it. When I wrote this book, when I called it Salon Products Sell or Dying Not Trying, it was really all about salons that refused to invest. Now, I'm going back to 2018, 19 when I wrote this. It was about salons that refused to invest their time, energy, and money into 
addressing the customer care factor, looking after their clients in a better way through products. And it struck me as quite severe, if you like, that salons would prefer to close, you know, shut up shop. I know they want to blame anything but themselves, but shut up shop, go off and do something else rather than invest time and money and energy and focus in retailing. I don't want you to carry that on with other things in, in your business. I want you to focus on investing uh, in, in yourself. That's the, that's the main focus here for this podcast, invest in yourself. More recently, you probably saw it, I built the um, recruitment program, six-week recruitment program. And yeah, it was great. Lots of people are interested, lots of people are getting on board because they know that if they solve their recruitment issue, yeah, they would need to invest. But if they can solve it, then they're going to be able to take on more staff and that's going to lead to better sales and that's going to lead to a bigger business and it's going to lead to lower stress and all those kinds of things. What those people understood was that this course would be paid for in a few weeks. As soon as you've recruited someone, you would recuperate the cost of the course, if you like. Even if they had to put it on their own credit card, because by the time they got someone on board and by the time they got them in the process, we could be paying off the course fee. Now, that is the mentality of many, many people. However, lots of people did contact me or email me and message me and say, look, love the idea of the course, but at the moment, I don't have the money, okay? Maybe next time I will do it. I'll manage or something like that. I'll get by for now, all right? I'll, I'll work things out. I'll come up with something. What it really means is you're not going to do anything. You won't get any better and you won't resolve the problem. And this is just an example. So there's two examples there, one on retail, one on recruitment. And it doesn't really matter what you're trying to resolve. Without a time or financial investment or both, you can't get anywhere. So... If you don't invest, you can't get anywhere. Look, you, we know it's is true of everything in our lives. What about things like your health? If you don't invest in your health, if you don't eat properly, if you don't take exercise, if you don't moderate your drinking, your health isn't going to work. If you don't invest time in your relationships, in your friendships, in your partner, in your husband or wife, you're not going to, you know, it's it's not going to be a very healthy or or um good relationship, is it? You're not going to generate a good income by neglecting all the things uh, that you should be focusing on. So you have to start putting this, this investment into focus. What we're trying to do is we're trying to do as little as possible, but expect the biggest improvements. And I, I, listen, I would like that as well. You know, that would be a, a great way uh, to run any business. But the reality is we've got to accept that we've got to put a lot more in than we get out, particularly in the short term when we build in those foundations. Now, I can understand why some of this stuff doesn't happen, why you don't in, in, you know, invest very, very often, because sometimes it can feel as if it's a bit counterintuitive, can't it? I mean, why would you want to spend time on something that you don't like to do? or you have no desire to learn, or maybe you don't uh, even like it, even though you know it would solve the problem. So you know it solves the problem, but because you don't actually like the process, you don't like retail, you don't like recruitment, you don't like rebooking, you don't like certain parts of marketing, etc., etc., 
If you don't invest the time, you can't put them right. But I understand why your human instinct is to move away from it. What I'm asking you to do, though, if you learn anything, or if, if I prompt you with anything in this podcast, I want you to start thinking that you are making decisions as a hairdresser or a therapist or a technician. And you should be making them as an entrepreneur or as a salon owner. And that is going to be the difference between you understanding and realizing the necessary investment that you need to have in yourself and your business. The next reason we don't really invest time or money, but money at the moment, is because you have something called, well, I call it misdirection. Some people call it money blocks, and I think it's probably a combination of both. On the surface, you might genuinely have no money. Maybe that's totally, totally true. But what you have to remember above all else is that this is an investment. This is not the same as a spend. When you invest in your personal training, personal development, or something that develops the business side, then that's an investment. So you mustn't think of it as it's another bill, like my electric bill, because your electric bill is not going to give you anywhere near as much return as your personal development will. I also hear people saying, look, Carl, I just can't afford stock, okay? But the reality is you liquidate that. If you're doing what you're meant to be doing, if you buy £200 worth of stock you know, on a Monday, you're going to turn that into £400 by Friday. So this isn't a cost. And of course, people say all the time, I can't afford that and I can't afford this and I can't afford the course. When the reality is, as a business, you can afford the course for many, many reasons. First of all, you can probably throw it on your credit card and get a return fast enough to pay most course fees back. Or you could look at it as um, a, a good piece of accountancy because you're going to be able to put that against your taxation. So it's not going to be a real cost to your business. But you've got to start looking at the positives uh, about you know why you're doing it. So you've got to start thinking, what are my priorities? Sometimes you say, look, oh, Carl, I can't at the moment. I've got plans. Now, I've got plans to spend the money on something else. And again, I'm not here to judge you on that. But what are these things you're going to spend the money on? Is it on another service-based issue? Or is it going to be on a cost base? And when I say a cost, something you won't get a return on. You've got to prioritize what you're doing, guys, if you want to make an investment work. This is very often an investment in yourself, more so than your staff. And that can be a really good thing for the security of your business as well, because personal development, your personal development and your personal investment can never, ever be taken away from you. It's not like a staff color course and you say, Carl, I've just put all that money into a degree course or a color course or a cutting course and they stayed three months and now they're gone and can I recuperate um, the training costs? You know, we're going down that rabbit hole again over costs when lots of these things are about you uh, developing yourself. Now, of course, you can pass on that expertise and that's a much lower cost than putting people through courses. The last area that I want to touch on is the other type of investment, which is what, which I think is missing mainly from most businesses, and that is time investment. Now, the reason the time investment is missing from your business is because you are using your time in a very physical manner, as in your 
you know, spending too much time cutting hair or processing services or doing something like that. And that's limiting the amount of time that you're able to actually work on your business. And I understand why. It's what you were taught and it's how you got to where you are right now. But is where you are right now where you want to be? Because you're unlikely to do it if you carry on with the same processes. So this time investment could easily be spent doing something like maybe membership classes. You know, there's a small cost involved perhaps, but you could be looking at um, videos or masterclasses, YouTubes. You could be doing all sorts of things to educate and drive yourself. But your big statement is, Carl, I just don't have time. And I can kind of empathize, but I can also quite strongly disagree quite quickly. I think you're either misleading yourself or you're misleading me when you say those things. Because what you're really, really saying is, I do have time, but something else is more important. Or I've made something else more important. So like I said, if you're spending a lot of time in the treatment room and you're not spending time on investment, that's a choice, by the way. You're choosing to do that. You might be doing it out of an emergency situation because you've got no staff. But if you don't invest in understanding how to get staff and get staff, you always have to stay in the treatment room. Bit of a vicious circle, but you are the one who's creating this vicious circle. And what about the time that you think you don't have at home? Now, today isn't really about time management, although it is one of my uh, most favorite subjects, as many of my uh, massive, not passive members will know. What about the time you're spending at home? Because you're going to say, Carl, I can't invest time because I'm just way, way too busy. But have a look what you are doing. You are probably using some sort of psychoanalysis on yourself and saying, well, like, when I get home, Carl, I work so hard. I've got to relax, okay? I've got to kick back. I've got to wind down. I think that's the big one. I've got to wind down. And you're spending an awful lot of time doing things like Netflix or Amazon and maybe you're watching the soap operas or walking the dog. What you've got to realize is these are actual choices. These aren't things that are uh, bestowed upon you. These are choices versus actually investing in yourself. And you have to invest in all parts of your life. If you don't invest in all parts of your life, I promise you, even though I'm a business coach, I will promise you these other parts as well. You will end up broke. You will end up spiritually broken, physically broken, and financially broken. That's all for this week. Thank you for joining me on the Salon Help Good To Go podcast. Please check the show notes for great links, leave me a review, and share this with other salon and spa owners who want to grow. I'll see you all on the next episode.